What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And boom goes the dynamite. It is Tuesday, and you know what that means. We are back for another brand new episode of The Boom, brought to you exclusively by Fight Game Media. I'm your host, James B. McDaniel, joined here, as always, by by my amazing and thoughtful co-host, Kevin Ely. Kevin, how's your week been, buddy? It's it's, uh, been good. It's uh, warm today. Today was the warmest day. Well, yesterday was the warmest day it's been in Albuquerque so far i think it got up to 63 degrees i got out rolled the windows down had the sunroof open me and puppet up just rolling around town kings of the world kevin kings of the world crisp desert air crisp that's exactly right um (laughs) uh, we had a really good we had a really good dynamite this week yeah and we had a rampage also missed Um, you last week i really missed being here last week i'm sorry i couldn't make it as everybody knows i've been dealing with a a couple of health issues I'm hoping to have cleared up soon. This sometimes makes it impossible to be here um, recording this show late at night. I'm excited to be back. I haven't been able to listen to last week's episode yet, but I'm kind of, as much as I hate not being here, I'm also kind of excited because those are the only uh, episodes of The Boom I'm ever going to listen to are the right. ones I'm not on. <laughs> and right. so I bet it was a really good episode. What what was what were the main topics you guys talked about? It was fun. What what did we talk about last week? We uh, we talked a lot about the Jay Briscoe tribute, Mark Briscoe, uh, and all that. Yeah, you know, um, I watched that match last week, mm-hmm. and it really reinforced the huge difference between the Briscoe brothers, mm-hmm. in that in that Jay was committed to being realistic, and Mark is committed to being kind of goofy. His expressions are goofy. 
-hmm. And it's not that he's bad at being a realistic wrestler. That's what he's trying to be. Yeah, He's trying to be a goofball. Yes. The man's called chicken for God's sakes. (laughs) And I enjoy him for, he's not Jay, but I really enjoy him for what he is. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to see what the next chapter of his career is going to be like, whether they throw in somebody like old Mansur with him to keep kind of the look going Mm -hmm. or, or just what's next. I'm excited to see. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I really hope he has a, uh, he has a major next level in his career now. I really do. Another thing we we talked about last week, we talked a lot about Sami Zayn. Really? Yes. Y'all talked a lot about, we broke the, I read about that on, on Facebook um, that y'all were talking about how this is maybe the best storyline the WWE's had in the modern era Mm -hmm. and why it hits, why it hits home to, to, to fans and viewers Mm -hmm. more so than the storylines in WWE. What did, what did y'all, what did that come down to? Uh, we talked a lot about um, just Sammy being someone who, well, we compared it a lot to the the Hangman Page elite storyline because that's kind of the closest thing you could probably come to like a long-term character-based yeah. thing. And uh, there were some unfavorable comparisons of Sammy Zayn to uh, Matt Jackson when it comes to their being able to act emotional. Unfavorable? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and kind of, you know, that idea of that story is kind of really unusual for either company right now to have a story that that's tight. That's the, uh, you know, that consistently good every week. Yeah. That actually seems like it's going somewhere. Um, and you know what Tony Khan would need to do to, to have that kind of consistency because he, yeah. he has those instincts. He can tell those kind of stories. Number one, he, he may can. not want to, but yeah. number two, uh, we don't know if he has the um, attention span to to keep that sustained attention going. For <laughs> it's that like we're talking time. about a. It's like we're talking about a, a billionaire toddler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in some ways, yeah. What do you think? Or what do you think is the most engaging storyline in AEW at the moment? Unless you guys had this conversation last no, week. No, I mean, I, not specifically. I I think it for me, it's uh, Hangman and Moxley. I think Hangman and Moxley, yeah. and I am, I don't know if it's just this week and that I just watched. I'm kind of into the women, and I like the idea. I don't That's know really how engaging it is yet. Yeah. I like the idea of the homegrown stars mm-hmm. versus the invaders. It's almost like a little WCW invading WWE, mm-hmm. but on a very small level, and I kind of yeah. like that. I, 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 it's It's definitely intriguing me because it's actually providing some direction. Yeah. Yeah, to the, to the division. Unlike, I hope that uh, they don't. I I hope they don't get to the point where they're like, you know, start wearing like red and blue shirts, uh, you know, to to say who's on what side and everything, because it, it it can get a little heavy handed. I keep forgetting that we're on video now. As I'm I'm like snapping my fingers <laughs> trying to get puppet up to settle down. Um, I we're need not to... publishing the whole video yet. So, okay, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, you know. And that's the complete opposite, of course, of what's going on with the House of Black. And I know y'all talked about that last yeah. week. Before we get too deep in the show, I want to say something not about um, AEW. Oh, okay. And that is MLW. It debuts, yes. when you listen to the show, it debuts tonight. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific on the Reels channel. Uh, if you don't know how to get how to watch the Reels channel, go to Reels.com. Well, you know what? Message me. I'll tell you how to get the Reels channel. Um, Freecast TV is probably your best bet get a free free week preview 699 with the 
value channels that has reels on it. But um, basically, I'm going to be, uh, I'm not going to do a hard sell here. I'm just saying, I'm going to be live tweeting it from the at reels channel account tomorrow night. And if you have reels, or even if you don't, I would love for you to hop on Twitter, come by and say hi, because it can get very lonely if you're live tweeting kind of by yourself. And I'm sure MLW <laughs> has plenty of fans that'll drop by. If yeah. not, I would love some support from my friends here. And uh, and that's it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have the the TV debut of um of the uh, British Bulldogs. We've got, of course, uh, in, the former Enzo, the real one's going to have a really entertaining uh, co- and quick convert- confrontation, confrontation with old Mancer. My God, I, I'm off one week and I can't say words. <laughs> um, I've just been just been a a recluse here with me, just me and Puppet up, and all I'm doing is yelling at her to, to not bark. Um, and of course, the main event's going to be the world champion Alex Hammerstone uh, uh, versus former NFL uh, athlete and uh, former NXT athlete EJ Nduka, who is 6'8, 290. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got him by like 12 pounds. Unfortunately, he has me by almost a foot. So <laughs> if that tells you anything about the man. So, first, this week's news AEW has announced our shows. This is really exciting. I think it's really good as long as they stay like these early house shows, which will have Moxley, Claudio, Britt, Darby, Orange Cassidy, all mm-hmm. those people. But if it starts looking like a rampage, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know. Especially if, this week's rampage. Yeah. If it starts looking like this week's rampage, I'm done, son. Yeah. And I made sure to read read the press release again to make sure yeah. when they said those names, John Moxley, Claudio, Britt, Darby, Orange Cassidy, that it didn't say superstars such as blank. No, blank, it blank. said no, them. It, it said, said them. They will yeah. be there. Uh, and I think this know. is a really good thing for AEW, Kevin, um, uh-huh. in that we've talked a lot about AEW has the lightest schedule of any major wrestling organization probably yeah. in the world. And we have seen wrestlers get better and then get worse. Yes. Yes. And I have to think, and we've talked extensively about how, at least I believe, that's probably due to to, to not working all the time. The mm-hmm. only way you get better is to work. And um, I'm hoping this work keeps going. Matches. Yes. And I hope, yeah. and I really hope a lot of the younger guys get a chance to, guys and gals, yeah. wrestlers in general, I hope they get, I hope they have the option of, hey, if you want to get more work, mm-hmm. sign, like put your name on this sheet. You know what I mean? Right. And, Fingers and, crossed. Yeah, and they're apparently it was well received backstage from different reports that uh, people were excited about it. Um, some talked about that like if they would they would rather just um, they would rather do these house show dates than go out and hustle for indie dates at different places. Uh, Absolutely, you know, I probably bet that's, get an easier. That's a huge schedule. relief. Yeah. yeah, probably get travel taken care of for them, and you know more. You know, travel arranged for them, even just the yeah. hassle of like, where am I going to stay? Yeah. So it's not even the hassle of booking, it's the hassle of getting there, getting, getting there, back, and knowing where to go, and all that stuff. Um, and then apparently, most AEW contracts have a maximum number of dates, like, you know, mm-hmm. and no one ever hits it. Yeah. So um, if I'm one of these young talent, I'm be like, I'm going to hit my dates. I'm going to hit my I'm max hit my dates. this yeah. year. Yeah. Right. And then get, I don't know, they have like overtime or something, you know, time yeah. and a half for uh, matches over 52 or something like that. Oh, now we're talking. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. They only have one planned right now. Hopefully that's just like a test run. And then they'll, yeah, you know, then they'll hit that uh, I-40 uh, run where they just start <laughs> heading west and go through Oklahoma City and Albuquerque. You know, 
this week before we move on to the next news story this week this this wednesday tomorrow aw's in el paso yeah it's only four hours away i am still thinking about going to the everything show was eight hours from you i did too but apparently el paso is only four hours okay um and that's four hours is an easy drive for me really easy yeah. um but last week last week part of why i wasn't here last week Last week, uh, I took vacation from work, and I went to a friend's wedding in mm-hmm. Austin, uh-huh. and I went down. My mom was in the hospital in Houston, so I went down to see her, and I and I made a mistake, Kevin. Oh, no. I thought my dog sitter was going to be here through Monday, Uh-oh. but I found out on Sunday she's only here till Sunday, and she ended up staying till like 11 p.m. Sunday, like all of Sunday, but I had to drive back immediately because... Look, you can leave a dog for a day. I'm not going to be the guy that does that. Yeah. It's I drove 15 hours straight with a wrecked back. And the oh, thing yeah. is with a wrecked back in the car, yeah. it feels good while you're in the car. Yeah. It feels good while you're in the car. But getting afterwards out. getting out is an issue. <laughs> and getting out and bringing your luggage into your home which is oh, up no. a, up a set of stairs. Right. Also an this issue. Is part of what got you in this situation. I don't think place. I left my bed. Oh, other man. than to take this dog out for like two days it was so bad yeah. and so every time i think man i'll just shoot over to el paso and back yeah i think back to that recovery from that right. 15 hour drive and also like i've always been a big driver like back in college i'd do maybe a max of 18 hours but yeah. 15 was hard back then yeah. i was like driving through like 10 degree weather and mm-hmm. snows hitting the car and i have and I literally had the sunroof open with my arms out to stay awake. Oh, man. I've it was wild. Before. Yeah. But there's a chance. There's a chance I will be at AEW uh, tomorrow. Fingers crossed. We'll see. All right. Because four hours, I mean, it's not that far. It's not 15. It's definitely not 15. It's definitely not. Even no. even there and back, it's not 15. Yeah. Hop on Twitter. Vote. Should I go to Dynamite or not? Is the card worth it for my first non-pay-per-view dynamite experience what do you think kevin what's the card i think it's gonna be pretty good it's gonna be pretty good good. they've been good lately they've all been good they've all been this week's was really i really man you got me brian danielson versus tim thatcher i really want tim thatcher to come over and i want him in an alliance with brian danielson yeah man i would love to see that um man brian danielson and tim thatcher versus versus uh claudio castagnoli and uh and john moxley come on man yeah it's a work of art it's a thing of beauty um let's see roh tv tapings are imminent uh will washington and voices of wrestling reported tapings in orlando at the end of february and some aew roh talent has been pulled from indie shows yeah that's all we know god that's all we know i just by the way his eight this is a question i should not be asking i should have figured out beforehand Kevin, you're the man I would come to anyway. Oh. Has ROH Honor Club started with the new new stuff yet? Like Which the the whatever new I don't know. This things. Can I go right now to yep. ROH Honor Club, subscribe and watch all the all the Jay Briscoe matches? Yes. Sweet. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna yes, do that can. on Wednesday when I get paid. Yeah. Including the um the all of last year's pay-per-views. So all three of the F matches are on. That's there. the new stuff I was referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
newish. I believe so. I believe. Okay. I believe it. If Final Battle isn't on there, I believe it. I believe they added it. Just you and I launched it. Yeah. You and I should both get Honor Club. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it for you as a Christmas late Christmas present. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Um, but uh, we should start testing like the best setups to do watch alongs. I think okay. see what if see yeah. what it feels like before we do an actual recording. I mean, we we record it and just see what it comes out like. You know. Yeah. All right. There's a the uh, this total sidetrack, but um, Dax uh, Harwood's podcast, mm-hmm. which I have not yet listened to because I think every episode is like three and a half hours. Ooh. But uh, one of the things see that did, that's, that gets me excited. <laughs> well, when you got those fifteen hour drives, sometimes exactly. Uh, one of the things he did on the last one was he uh, did a watch along of, um, I think it was I think it was the revival versus DIY from one of the takeovers. Oh like wow! One of the classic matches, and he he did a watch along, basically doing a commentary track for the match. Okay, I would love to. Uh, Watch along for, with yeah. yeah, watch along with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. If his podcast was nothing but Dax Harwood watching like Bret Hart matches and his own matches and just talking about I mean, just watching yeah, it. It, it should be him watching his favorite matches he's been yeah. in and his favorite matches that he's just seen of all time. Yeah. I would love that. And um I I'll tell you what, I would be all in on every episode. I can kind of hear myself repeating in my earbuds in my headphones right now that is concerning me. It might just mm. be I'm loud. Um, if I knew he was banned by his producer from speaking of CM Punk in any way, <laughs> all in every episode, <laughs> all in. But as far as I know, that's all he talks about. That's, that's hard, all I've man. heard. It's hard. Yeah. We, we have yet to get through an episode without that name coming. I'm happy with that. I don't listen to the show. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. That's on I don't... all you people. You people at home think, have to worry about that. I don't think I don't think Paul and I mentioned him last week, so maybe. maybe oh man, week. I should have should have called in. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, now I've mentioned him today. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Tony Khan media hits. Yeah, he was all um, over the place. Yeah, let's talk. Oh man, Mark Maron's podcast. I need to listen to that. So I'm not a regular Mark Maron listener. I used to be, but um, he talks about he gets political a little too much for me for every episode. Uh-huh. Um, so like I've listened to him when he's had on particular favorites. People. Yeah. Yeah. Particular people. And I, I like him. I like his voice. I like his tone of speaking. I like his podcast when it's the right people. This sounds like the right people for me. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely uh, hop on that one. Yeah. This was hilarious because I think like just a week before he recorded this, we were joking about. Tony Khan go like Mark Maron was at a dynamite show. We were joking about what yeah. episode with Tony Khan. He'd be like one of the only people that Mark Maron would be like, <laughs> let's just cut it short. Cause the guy just won't stop talking. <laughs> and now he's on. So I guess it's Honestly, only available to his subscribers right now, but like, I really do days, think of public every episode of this show. I think of Mark Maron. Cause I'm looking at you and you slight, you resemble Mark <laughs> Maron a little bit. Like a and, uh, slight, hopefully a slightly less haggard. Oh yes, Mark much Maron. less Mark, Mark You're Maron like a with a little more sleep. You're like a young, energetic Mark Maron plugging in a microphone for the very first time in his garage, of course. Back Not when he's still like interviewing Mike. Carrot Top and exactly Carlos Mencia. I don't remember what. Oh, you just trying to set me off talking about Mencia? <laughs> I, I don't remember. Oh, okay. So you're an MMA fan. Um, there is um an MMA. 
voice, I guess. I don't want to say reporter. And I can't remember his name offhand. Okay. He has his YouTube channel was really big and it was all a cartoon. He's bald. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, that rings a bell, but I can't. He'll do like Nate. He'll do the characters and he'll do their voices like the Diaz brothers. Oh, no. And um, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, like, but back in the day, he had a he was faking an interview with the Diaz brothers and they kept talking about this back when they were talking about like getting Conor McGregor money. Uh-huh. And each time they would say money, they would always do like Conor McGregor money or so-and-so money. Then they started talking about carrot top money. And I can, anytime I'm ever going to talk about anything like that, I'm going to talk about carrot top money. This cracked me up for years and years. And he <laughs> follows me. In fact, he follows me on Twitter. I'm so mad. I guarantee you most of the people listening, Paul Fontaine, everybody yeah, all will know who we're talking about. Yeah. I've got a bad memory and Kevin has a busy work week. So I don't, yeah, I just, I don't remember. It's been a while. It's, it's killing while. me. Yeah. You know, what hasn't been a while and that, you know, what has been a while actually what? it's been two weeks since I've started talking about, since I've last talked about what an amazing deal. Our Patreon is for just $5 a month. Patreon.com slash fight game media. It's fight game media plus, and you're going to get extra shows from, from me, from Kevin, from Paul, from Jeff, from everybody here at Fight Game Media. There's dozens of shows. You're going to get extended versions of shows. It's the best deal in combat sports right now, unlike the worst deal in combat sports, which is undoubtedly UFC fight whatever. Whatever they've got, it's garbage. <laughs> it's straight garbage. You know what I'm talking about? UFC Fight Club? Uh, fight Come on Club, now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never unless you're that. one... I used to back in the day to watch like all the archives, but now that's not where you get the archives. Just where you're going to see uh, really, um, really obscure, really obscure grappling shows that don't have Gordon <laughs> Ryan. And if they don't have Gordon Ryan, they don't matter. So yeah. Yeah. Don't waste your money on UFC fight pass, which is nope. the actual name of it. Yeah. Use half that money and come over here. Fight game media, patreon.com slash fight game media. Give us a shot. If you don't like it, what are you out? Five dollars? Come on now. Yeah. Can't get it's your shoes shined for five dollars. Yeah, just find out. Right now it's unknown. Right now it's the unknown. It could be a wonderland. A wonderland <laughs> of wonderland of wrestling, MMA, and, and, and boxing. So give us a shot. Five dollars a month. Kevin, let's talk much, about this week in wrestling. How much does a shoe shine cost these days? Oh my God. It's so expensive, Kevin. I don't even know. You I think would, you th- do I look like I carry around that kind of money in 2022 in this no, economy? It, it doesn't even I don't even approach them. I'm like, I don't even that approach kind of personal attention. I would think that's got to be premium. My, ge- my guess is eight dollars for the for the cheapest shoe shine. If you okay. know, if you've been to an yeah. airport lately, let us know. If you're wearing some shiny ass shoes, you're just coming from DFW. <laughs> please hit me up at Peppermint Fatty. Hit Kevin up at Kevin Ely on Twitter. Let us know how much is a shoe shine. And I guarantee you, patreon.com slash fight game me is a deal compared to it. That's I bet right. you can't get one shoe shine for $10. That doesn't even cover the tip. No, not even. That's the thing. You've got to tip. Yeah. You now, have to listen, tip. 2022, we're tipping it at just the checkouts for people that didn't do anything for us. They didn't even come oh, to I our know. table. I They're know. wanting 15%. Yeah. My God. You think I carry around that kind of folding money today? I hate that. When they put think up I'm a room. It starts at 15% and you have to like yeah. sit there and you have the to other actively. Thing. Right yeah. in front of them. Yeah. And listen, I'm coming close to treating it like like I treat people on the internet where I'm just blocking everybody. I'm thinking I'm just going to start going to zero immediately. I might turn the screen around and make them look at me <laughs> tipping zero percent. Zero on that, please, because I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I listen, 
I've gotten injured back. I'm going to need you to hit zero okay. because you've yeah. done nothing for me today. <laughs> oh my God. It's like me having to work at Walmart, checking out my Especially own shit. when it's one of those little iPad, right. When it's one of those iPad things and you're filling out your yeah, own. Yeah. What did they do for me? They, yeah, they, they flipped turned iPad the iPad around. around. That's it. That's not worth like $9. My God. <laughs> I don't order a lot of food though. $9 is 15%, but still. It feels like I could order a McDouble and they'd flip it around 15% says $8. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket. Now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, yeah, for less than the price of the minimum tip anywhere in America, patreon.com slash fightgamemedia. Kevin, let's hit the heat index. All right. Going in hot hot to the heat index. I feel like I'm slapping you in the chest and saying, tell him, Hawk. (laughs) Tell him, Hawk. That's right. Well... Well, do we have an honorable mention this week, Kevin? <laughs> we have a dishonorable mention. Oh, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> they were doing so good for a couple of weeks with the they new tried, TV guy. He was doing a good job. They got these highlight packages. Yeah. You know, they've got lasers and, like, giant screens. Lasers, people. And then, that's why they actually need actual lasers. They have, like, fake lasers. But if they had real lasers, it'd be over the top. Oh, my God. Then we'd have... Now I'm picturing back in the day when... The when like Ole Anderson was take, taking over the cage mechanisms today, yeah. <laughs> today it would be Don Callis taking over the lasers and turning right. up the concentration and just somebody's somebody's it's outfit like starts to be set ablaze. Yeah, yeah sawing, sawing through people. Uh, you know the person to sell that to sell that sawing in half, who? Mark Briscoe. Mark yeah, Briscoe's would. the man. He'd to let sell out that laser, high pitched, high pitched squeal. <laughs> It, He'd sell that laser like he sells hot tubs on YouTube. Yeah, that's right. Those are great. Everyone check out the Briscoe selling hot tubs on YouTube. Trust me. Okay. All right. So what, what's your dynamite? mention? This drove me crazy. <laughs> dynamite. I don't even remember what's happened. Okay. They, they just had MJF in a brawl. Yeah. With, with Konosuke Takeshita throwing down. Which I was all in, about. It was awesome. I was here for it. Yeah. yeah. And then they announce, okay, we're going to have a match next week. But I love that. I loved her, like, Renee getting, like, the live update in the ear that Tony Khan yeah. just booked it. Next week, you two are in a match. Fist pumping. Yeah. F- MJF goes nuts in his new button-down, better-than-you T-shirt that you can, or, yep. or button-down shirt that you can buy at shopaew.com. Remind then, me how bad I really want to interrupt you right here, but we'll come back to this later. Okay. We'll come back to that. We'll put a pin in it. Yeah. Later, just like, I don't know, five minutes later, Excalibur says, let's go to Renee, who's with the world champion. And I think, okay, 
we're gonna you know get his reaction now that he's yeah you know. he's a no, loser it's mom. lexi it's lexi with roosh and Listen, uh el the, pompadour the, what's his name in case uh, this is a segment you can see on youtube yeah mjf being 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 spoken with by renee paquette is here yeah but like you can't see how far my my hand is going down <laughs> to Lexi right. Nair Lexi talking Nair. to Roosh with Roosh, with Preston Vance, El Pompuso, whatever his name is, El Pompadour, and... El Blanco, <laughs> El Blanco Pompadoro. Yes, El Blanco Pompadoro. I would rather listen to any human in the audience being interviewed by their buddy in the parking lot. <laughs> that would that would any be combination. Fun, yeah. Than any th- of those three people. Right. Promise the world champion. Get that. Then MJF comes in, perfectly dressed in a suit, sunglasses. Wait, he knocks on the door, doesn't he? Yeah, knocks on the door. Walks in like he just had a nice, cool glass of lemonade. <laughs> with a briefcase of money, and starts offering money to Ro- to Roosh to take out. Uh, Brian Danielson next week, which number one, that's not a match I wanted to see. So I was disappointed in that. Then promise him five cases of money. Like I, I was trying to do the math. I want a briefcase full of money. Were they all like ones? Here's my question. Yeah. What is the, um, man, I hate my vocabulary. It's taking a nosedive since I've gotten sleep apnea. Wonder what's the translation between a, a boot full of money to a, a briefcase full of money. I think a boot full of money, if it's the right boot, if it's a Dusty Rhodes boot, right, a bu- bunkhouse would equal, stampede boot. A bunkhouse stampede boot, I think, would equal one, maybe one and a quarter briefcases. What do you think? That sounds, do you uh, think it would be a full, or do you think it would be a three quarters of a briefcase? I think it'd be, be about, I think it'd be exchange rate. Well, not, not accounting for 80s dollars to now. Yeah. No, no, it'd be today's dollars in the boot okay. versus in the briefcase. Uh, probably, I would say a, a, a probably a, a Dusty Rhodes bunkhouse stampede boot would probably be one and a half briefcases. Okay, we're really close. We're yeah. really close. Yeah, I think that's fair. So this is so five briefcases would be three boots full of money. Yeah, something it would like be that, a little more. Like it would be th- like three and a quarter briefcases a month. Right. So that's not bad. Yeah. All for just injuring Brian Danielson, as opposed to winning a barbed wire cage match battle, right. oil, which is much Listen, harder. If if Brian Cage couldn't injure Brian Danielson, Roosh isn't doing jack Roosh, shit. Roosh isn't doing anything. Excuse my French. He's not doing. <laughs> he's doing neither jack nor shit. Um, listen, as I expressed to you before the show, I don't yeah. care if Roosh is the best wrestler that ever set foot on earth. Yeah, I don't care about him at all, and no one cares about him at all. Same. His mother does not care about him. No. El Blanco Idolo does not care about him <laughs> at all. No. no one cares. No. Jose Assasante might. Jose Assasante doesn't. He's the one that cares because Jose, no, I'm sorry, not Jose. Jose didn't give a shit. No, the one man who might care, the one man who might care is the man who knows no fear, whose name I forget. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> the, man the manager, the manager of um of uh El Zero Miedo. Uh have you forgotten his name too? Are we both forgetting everything? Pentagon? This week? I had uh yeah, I Pentagon's had a drive in my head and I couldn't get it out. Pentagon's manager. 
Yeah, Alex Abrahantes. Yes, Alex Abrahantes, because he cares about everything deeply. He cares about yes. He if cares he about was you. with, if he yes, if he was with Rouge, I would care somewhat. Oh my god, because right. he cares so much. Yeah, he would. but he's not with Rouge. No, so I don't He'd give be, a shit. He would be so excited about those briefcases of money. Oh my god, <laughs> he would be he would be <laughs> running out, pumping them over his head. He would hand them to yeah. Jose. It's Jose exchange more briefcases. For him to hoist over his head <laughs> yes. and come out with him like a bushwhacker with, right. with a briefcase in each hand. <laughs> oh, my God. I would get excited about that, but that's not happening. No, that's not happening. Oh, no. my God, Roosh. Jesus Christ, man. <sighs> Part so, of yeah, that rampage debacle. Level. Yeah, yeah. Fail on every level. Yep. Why? You've got Takeshita versus MJF, and you give yeah. us Roosh? Right. That's the thing is Tony doesn't see these guys like the fans see them. And he has a lot of trouble connecting to the fans and realizing who is who people care about and who people don't. Because mm-hmm. he just sees a great wrestler, a guy that can really wrestle. Yeah. He's got he the is a black, driver message board. Yes. He is mentality. a black hole of charisma inside a black hole of charisma inside the trunks of El Blanco Pes- Pesavisto, whoever this whatever the goddamn name is jesus uh, yeah we don't it makes me it. so angry so angry and i don't everywhere. even listen i'm not even into the band rush but i hate that he's selling their name oh it offends me that that they share a name that's why yeah. i don't mind saying roosh I'll, I'll say this the reason i say i'm not a big fan is i know they're greats i don't know what songs are theirs though like mm. they were just before my time, and I never went back and got into them. But I will get into them well before I get into Roosh. Good. <laughs> I want that eight-second clip to be our YouTube clip this week. <laughs> Me saying that, and you saying good, and then we cut it. Done. Cut. Here's our clip, Garrett. Here's a clip. Suggested video. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about five. something good. This, yeah. We go from the worst to the best. Oh the my Outrunners. God. The Outrunners were responsible for my favorite quote of yeah. the week in professional wrestling, which was bootleg Beverly Brothers. The bootleg Beverly Brothers. Now, from yeah. I am in a, a chat group with you mm-hmm. and uh, the Dynamite Show crew. Yep. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't contribute as much as I'd like to. Um, but I saw you guys talking this week about the Outrunners. Is it true they've been signed? Full? Are, are they all elite? They have not gotten a graphic or anything, but rumor right. is that they are under contract of some sort. These names are awesome, Kevin. Yes. Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd. That's right. This that is, is like right. a tag team. This is like a tag team that comes to town in Reno 911. Or Tacoma <laughs> FD. Right. And I love that. I love it so much. They're amazing. They, I love that the match was like, what, eight seconds? Yeah. And, but it began with them doing the scissor to make fun of yeah. the claimed, and the scissoring by that runners lasted longer than the match. <laughs> did, did they not kind of botch the scissoring? Is that what happened? Did like they? I was listening, but I wasn't looking during that. Like I realized what they were doing, but I had yeah. to look down at something. I was I was working some social media for MLW 
at the moment I was watching that. By the way, that 20 seconds, 30 seconds was fantastic Mm -hmm. because I got everything I wanted out of the acclaimed. A great rap, high energy. Then I get Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd, which I could not be more excited about. (laughs) Then I get an eight-second squash, which I loved. And done. That could have been it, and I would have just five stars. Maybe five, and if it was in the Tokyo Dome, it might be six. Maybe. But uh, it wasn't so five is the best you can do. Maybe four and three quarters. Maybe two and a half. It's the best 10-second match you'll see. I've got an idea. What's that? Instead of star ratings, we should start doing boot ratings. How many boots is it? How many boots? This is at least three and three quarter boots. Three and three quarter. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah. Why not? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Which translates into a lot of briefcases. That would be. Um, <laughs> no, I love the Outrunners. Even yeah, the name good. feels 80s and it's meaningless. Like it's not from a movie. I, like every. What, are the Outrunners from a movie? And I don't know. I have no idea. I've been asking around like what what does that name even mean? And people were like, cause they go so hard. They outrun everybody. And I'm like, wow, I mean, that's as good as anything. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like every cool eighties nickname yeah. was all from a movie. Right. Generally a Mel Gibson movie. Almost. Or, or like a Swayze. Always. Yeah. 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 Um, you know what? I still have, I've lost everything I own four times, Kevin. But one thing I still have is back in the day, Senior year of high school, me and my buddy Darby, all we did in math class, because we both barely didn't fail that class, barely, by the skin of our teeth, Um, all we did was develop our own wrestling uh, organization with all made-up wrestlers like Saddlebags Johnny Wagner and uh, Utah Johnny Montana from Idaho. <laughs> yep. And uh, I need to bring the list because the Outrunners may have been on it. I know Industrial Power and Light were on it, and let me tell you, Kevin, you don't want to fuck with, with power. That's a fantastic name. Thank you. I'm going to bring the whole thing. Grappling Gino Paulo. My God. We had a hell of a federation, Kevin. <laughs> and uh, I believe we were handed a worksheet that week about parabolas. And we returned it just where we filled in the, I filled in the squares and entitled it the Battle at the Parabola. <laughs> um, I'm surprised I didn't get kicked out of school. <laughs> but uh, that was our WrestleMania, so. The battle of the <laughs> now, to move, now to move on anything else to say about the outrunners about their look, no, they had what a great else, look. What more can be said they, oh. apparently they're on dark tomorrow against people who are even less famous than them so they might i am get all away. in they might be yeah, 50, we're gonna, 50 for the week yeah we're gonna be able to see their uh probably see their finisher i'm excited yeah, about that hear their theme song maybe be awesome all right number four i got brian danielson I love that Tim Thatcher match. Oh my God. Did I love that Tim Thatcher match? I'm so glad Tim Thatcher's free of NXT. I have no idea what he did over there, but I know it wasn't that I no, he was pretty good in NXT, but he, but it wasn't that Tim. It, it always surprised me. Cause I, I never thought Tim Thatcher. I always liked Tim Thatcher. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was like somebody the WWE would want. It surprised mm-hmm. me. He got signed. It's clearly a triple H signing. And um, you've got the question here. You've got it in the note. Should Tim Thatcher be signed? If you're not going to ask it, I'm going to ask and answer. Yeah. yeah answer. My God, should he be signed? And yeah. I really want to see every time I saw them together in the ring, I thought, I want these guys to be a team. I want these guys to be a tag team. Yeah. They look right together. And if we do get Brian Danielson against his former teammates, I guess former, in, um, I guess. in Blackpool, 
Maybe. Or I or would love him to in see him in Thatcher or put him in Blackpool. Get Cesaro He's to buy a him a nice, get him a little nice little tracksuit. Cesaro can pick, him take him out s- shopping. He'd look so nice. Cesaro would have him looking slick, man. He'd look he'd get so him good. Like, he'd get him like the best like track jacket and then he would just wear it and never wash it. And then like six months later, just get tattered <laughs> and filthy. Tim Thatcher would look great in a Blackpool track jacket, by the way. Oh, yeah, I really do think he would. He would. Um, I loved this match. It was, it was one of my favorite parts of a great dynamite. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why would you not sign Tim Thatcher? All the people they've signed, some good, some meh. Why the only downside, you? I guess, is apparently it was not great in the ratings, which did not surprise me at all because it was just a because of what it was. Like it's just exactly not it wasn't stuff. flat. They're not neither guy is flashy. Yeah, it's Matt wrestling, and no matter what we think people want today, they don't want what we want. Right. We're old as dirt, Kevin. Old as dirt. That's fine. We'll I'm just... sitting here every week complaining about my back. <laughs> they don't want what I want. They don't want what I want. The thing is, I love what they love as well. And we know what, what you know what they, they love? Do you know what they love, Kevin? They what? love what everybody loves, and that's the acclaimed. That's true. That's fine. Yeah. You give me the I'm acclaimed. fine with it. You give me the acclaimed and the outrunners and Brian Danielson and Tim Thatcher. That's a well balanced meal. You know what I really liked about about Dynamite this week? Hmm. It felt like it didn't feel like some and I'm not saying AEW tries to be like WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But it felt like something different. It felt like mm-hmm. what AW was born yes. to be, yes. which is all of indie wrestling together. That's what it mm-hmm. all. That's what it used to feel like. Sometimes it gets away from that. This felt like all of indie wrestling again, and it, and I and I love that. I love when it feels like that. And uh, Tim Thatcher helped bring some of that to the show. I think. Yeah, I think so. This was a good week for Smash Mouth wrestling fans. Yeah. And 80s wrestling fans. Yeah. With Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Number three. Wait, we really just talked about Tim Thatcher. Yeah. That's all we talked about. But let's like. Maybe Tim Thatcher should have been number four. (laughs) Because Brian was great. Brian was fine. But part of that is that Brian's been like. Tony Khan's been giving Brian what he wants. That's great wrestling every week. Somebody completely different. They finally came to an understanding. Look, yeah. I'll give you all the matches you want. You can do whatever you want in the matches, but I'm going to need you to main event a pay-per-view. Yeah, that's the trade-off. It's like, well, like, listen, right. I'm going to I'm going to need you at some point to accept the belt, <laughs> and I'll bring in Tim Thatcher. I'll bring in anybody you want. Fine, I'll main event your pay-per-view. <laughs> as long as you give me Tim Thatcher. Oh, like, my well, God. Well, but we're so going to have to throw in Rush there at the end. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'll try and get a decent match out of this asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen if if at Roosh, if you're listening set personality man just try like listen you could do like just everyone else in america does and pick something as your personality craft beers just pick something i don't care if it's garbage <laughs> i would love it like craft beers if they repackaged if they repackaged Roosh is just a, like a enthusiast of craft beers yes and i'll listen <laughs> i understand if you're looking at me right now on youtube yeah. I understand I look like a dude that's into craft beers, but I don't like craft beers. I hate all beers, and I hate people who love to talk about craft beers for hours on end. If that's you, let's just talk about something else, and we're cool, man. We're I don't cool. mind talking about craft beers as long as it's only when I'm actually drinking the craft beers. Exactly. Exactly. You the have conversation a conversation multi- should length should last the length yeah. of the time it takes to drink a craft beer, and then you're done. 
that's the thing. You have a multifaceted personality, Kevin. You know, <laughs> there's not a person watching. Guess my favorite musician. Not a person watching. No one could. Or my favorite. Well, you might be able to guess my favorite movie. I'm looking a little hipster right now. But that said, let's move on. All right. To number I was three. Just trying to guess your favorite movie. I'll, I'm guess my favorite movie. That. I'm going to think about that. What do you think is my favorite movie? What do you think my fa- yeah. Like single favorite movie. You have one answer for that question. I have one that sits well above both my favorite movie and favorite musician. Like I have top tens, but I have one in each category one that each stands category. leagues above the rest. Leagues. Man. Yeah. Harold and Maud. Never seen it. I know it's a great, I know old, it's great. Too too I've never school. seen it though. Dang. Is it a Wes Anderson yeah. movie? It is. Is it? Good guess. Is it? Oh man, this is tough now. There's some good ones. Don't tell me it's Rushmore. It's not Rushmore. Okay. Rushmore's mine. Do you know? Really? Yeah. Rushmore freaked me out because I had a lot, like the people that made me watch it, which was the first I ever saw, uh-huh. made me watch it because I had a lot of shocking similarities with Max. Like shocking. Did a lot of clubs. I had a lot of clubs. I started a lot of clubs. I eat food the same way as Max. A lot of a lot of a lot of similarities, man. Do you <laughs> know my least favorite? Bill Murray. Lead, <laughs> we'll come back to my blood feud with the star. <laughs> um, at some later date. Uh, do you know my least favorite Wes Anderson movie? It's probably pretty easy. Uh, probably pretty easy. Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, yeah. Had a lot of. I thought it was going places. It went nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, one last guess before because people are already turning off this podcast. People are already turning it off. I feel okay. Uh is it Roll Tenemos? Yes, 100%. Okay. Let's see. My favorite of all time. Are you disappointed? No. I, I'm okay. disappointed that I that it took 3 guesses to get yeah. there. I really thought you'd get it. Well, Rushmore's a good guess though. Um okay. Number 3. All right. <laughs> oh yeah, we're doing a heat index. My third favorite <laughs> Wes Anderson movie. No, number 3 on the heat index. Derby Allen. He should be in a Wes Anderson movie. Now, he should. Absolutely. <laughs> I want the story of six-year-old Darby Allen. Um, that would be a great Wes Anderson movie. But the the I said earlier that I really wanted to interrupt you, but I yeah. wasn't going oh, yeah. to. We're going to put a pin yeah. in did you, did you pull the pin down? Tony, I just pulled it out. Tony okay. Khan has had, let's see, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh-huh. I'm missing fingers here. Yeah. Seven days yeah. he's had, and I still have not found a thumbtack jacket on shopaw.com, <laughs> and I am pissed. Yeah, there is nothing I want to wear to work more than that. With my current, with the the walk, the cane I have to use right now, <laughs> making it so easy to fall into assholes I don't like at work. With my thumbtack jacket, and just fold your arms as you do it. Yes, absolutely. I would do a full on coffin drop. Full on, but no, <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. No, I would pay a thousand dollars for that jacket. I could they buy could nothing that. else that month. That's I'd what they should it. charge. Yeah, like eight hundred ninety nine dollars. It would have to be a plus large tip. jacket for me. But yeah, it would be plus the tip, minimum fifteen percent. <laughs> minimum. Darby's so great, man. And it, I had a lot of problems with Dar- Darby early, and then I always liked him. But there were some things mm-hmm. I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this is these are the rantings of a really old man with back problems. Um, 
I always hate that he slaps kind of like where I in high school, I would say the man slaps like a girl. And mm-hmm. when he punches, he doesn't punch. He slaps. Mm-hmm. And like, they will be in this heated thing. And he'll do that. And that would throw me off, but that's Darby. That's yeah. who he is. I, I don't care anymore. I just love this dude so much. Yeah. And my yeah. God, his feud with Samoa Joe, that's something that that feels like indie wrestling to me. Yeah. That's why I loved this show. Another reason I loved this show, this indie wrestling throwdown. By the way, I got to use hashtag Hoss fight this week when talking about MLW on reels. Nice. Yeah. All right. Is there, wait, is there a Hoss fight tour night? There is. Well, Alex okay. Hammerstone's a big deal, he's and he's going to be defending yeah. his title okay. against a man who's 6'8", 290. Gotcha. That's a that's a it's not a it's not a major hoss fight. It's a mid level hoss fight. Now one step closer okay. to the hoss fight pay per view. So I fear Mojo won. Yeah, took his title back. Yep. Is Darby going to be out a while? Darby, yeah. I think, will be out a while. And I think that it's funny because well, it's it's funny and scary. Uh, so last week. Um, Paul and I were talking about Darby and we, and we were like, I think this is just Darby's thing is, you know, we talked about how he can move up and down the card yeah, and kind of like an orange Cassidy. Yeah. And I think just the thing you do with Darby is like, they, they put him up at the top and he goes as hard as he can until he breaks for like six, seven weeks until he breaks. And then he takes a long time off. But this time he's taking a time off for good reason, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure he's, I'm sure that he could, recover some but apparently he filmed some sort of pilot for a tv show we don't know anything about i've heard directed by wes anderson six-year-old darby (laughs) allen getting on the skateboard for the first time six-year-old darby but he's he's portrayed by actual current 20 something year old darby allen but he's exactly they have to use cgi to make everyone else huge right satnam singh though right saved some they (laughs) saved him some money on on graphics it's like if it's like if uh Wes Anderson directed uh, Young Sheldon as um, like torture porn. You know what? You remember um, Quentin Tarantino did uh, did Death Proof, yeah, and then uh, Robert Rodriguez did his half of Grindhouse. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I would really like it, not as a separate thing. Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson, and <laughs> Wes Anderson and Quentin Tarantino come together, yeah, for the perfect Darby Allen coming of age story the grindhouse yes <laughs> looks look quentin takes care of the car wreck with the uncle all that right he takes care of all the you all the, the car wreck with the uncle but it's like an old mercedes or some bmw yeah but yeah the car would be picked by wes quentin would take <laughs> care of the wrecks like like wes would do all the setups and quentin would do all the payoffs right Oh my god! What now I'm just going to be disappointed by whatever we get. I'm assuming this will probably, like, for a number of reasons, both the owner of, like, the guy who's running Warner Warner Brothers Discovery right now. Yeah, I'm assuming this is going to be like a reality show, probably. I would think maybe so. an MTV like reality probably, show. Probably, I'm thinking something like, like a, like a more, ed like a less wacky jackass. Yeah, something like that, maybe. Um, and I'll tell you, I will watch it. I'll 100% watch it. I'll support Darby Allen. I don't dislike those shows. I just don't really have time yeah. for those type of shows anymore. But if Darby Allen's doing it, I'm in. I'll right. 100% watch it. I mean, Whether it's this... Wes Anderson, Quentin Tarantino, yeah. or this reality show, I'm in either way. <laughs> Maybe in season two. Yeah. 
I mean, he made some reference to the fact that he was shooting a pilot and it involved him skating with a shot collar on. So, so you cut out there for a second, but yeah. I heard shh, and I thought, are you telling me he skated with a shark? And <laughs> no. then I heard Ot Caller, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Now, you heard this on the Hank versus Wolf podcast, right? I heard Jamie well, Hayter? I saw a clip. Yeah, they were okay. both on it. On it. In, oh, uh, I yeah. thought that she was a host when I read that. No. And I was no, like, no. I she need was to a guest. check this out. Okay. They had a guest, and um, I don't know who. I, I can't remember Wolf. Who Wolf is. I can't remember his name. Do you know who Hawk is, though? It's Tony Hawk. Oh, shit. Yeah, Tony Hawk podcast. I really don't try and curse a lot. I have threats. That's not why I cuss at all. I just cuss because yeah. I'm from Louisiana. And that's what right. we do. But uh, that was a legit reaction. Okay, I need Tony- to check out this episode of that podcast. Yeah, it was Tony Hawk That's Hawk's kind podcast. of a big deal. Darby and Jamie were guests. Jamie, uh, uh, the the other host, asked Jamie is the wolf take a chop from her. So she gave him a chop on his bare chest. Was Is the wolf Harvey Keitel? No, if only. Oh my God, Tony Hawk and Harvey Keitel. Who wouldn't tune into that podcast? <laughs> oh my God, this is like the Ready Player One of hipster. <laughs> oh, it is influences. <laughs> okay, um, so no, yeah, Darby's awesome. Also, I, I I doubt she's coming in at number one or two. I really noticed something on mm. on AEW this week with Jamie Hader. And that's that instead of her, they've done a really great job in breaking the mold where instead of her and Britt fighting, she like Britt was sitting down complaining about what happened to her this week. Yeah. And Jamie Hayter standing up, kind of acting like the motherly influence in that, in that, in that situation. Like she's the A player in that team. Mm -hmm. I really like that. I like that they were able to transition like that. She got to be the little, the little sidekick who got beat up. Yeah. Yeah. And and imagine how far they've come. Like imagine. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. Yeah. Think of how far they've come from to Britt Baker being vulnerable. Yeah. And getting double teamed by people when yeah. Britt was the one always being the aggressor, always yeah. uh with the team of sharks eating people alive. Right, right. And now Britt's the baby face, the underdog. Yeah. I love that. I like it. I like it. They've come I don't know if I did not see last week's dynamite. I still am going to watch it, but I saw the replay of it, of, of the attack. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is just something that hit this week or if it's been growing, but yeah, I'm really liking this, this feud right now. Really liking. I, I mostly am. Okay. I mostly am. I, I think, uh, I think Soraya and Tony are laying it on a little thick. When they when they yeah talk I don't about care about these, their side these horrible yeah <laughs> yeah I don't care about their side of it at all. By the That's way, fair. That's fair. Soraya made a mistake in um against the Renegades that I know she feels so bad for. Oh, I didn't see that. It was small. It wasn't a wrestling mistake. When they were spray painting the L's on the Renegades' stomachs. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I think yeah. she sprayed she sprayed her hair. She sprayed one of the Renegades' hair green. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I know that woman was probably, if that is real, if it's not extensions yeah, I don't know what in their is. hair, yeah. uh-huh. if that's real hair. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel so bad for that poor, poor woman. Cause I doubt it's easy to get spray paint out of your hair. Hopefully it's like, it's probably extensions though. Some, or well, hopefully the paint is some kind of water rinse. Yeah. That's like, probably it. That's probably true. You know, 
Because I also noticed she was she was being extra careful to spray her on her midriff and not get it on her clothes. Yeah, and which makes she, you wonder. Yeah, is it though? Is it like easy to get out paint? You know, uh, or they know. just grab spray paint. <laughs> you know, if if it's not easy to get out of clothes, I doubt it's easy to get out of hair. Yeah, but yeah, they were being very very careful. Uh, you know, one thing I could say is that uh, the reason I don't care as much about the Soraya Tony Storm side mm-hmm. is they're not as good. Jamie yeah. and Britt, I think, are better. Tony, I think Tony's, Tony's a good pretty wrestler. great in the ring. Yes, as a heel when she's yes. more aggressive. Yeah, on uh, the mic, not but, as good. But on, yeah, but as characters, it fits them better to be snooty and stuff. But I once had a. I had a, in fact, well, I still have it on my phone somewhere. I had a, um, I had a notes um, thing open where I was like, I was making the case that AEW had a pretty good roster of women. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also I was making a case to argue a guy on the radio about AEW wrestlers being too small. But I, whenever I look at wrestling, I look at three layers. I look at the look, do they look like an athlete? Number two is their work rate. And number three is how they do on the mic. To me, those are the three mm-hmm. layers of what makes a really good professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. And Tony Storm has two out of three nailed. She mm-hmm. looks great, looks like an athlete, mm-hmm. um, great in the ring. But her mic work, it's not that yeah. it's not good. It's not compelling. It's right. like the it's not bad. She's it's not just, comfortable yeah. bringing her in her actual emotions yeah. into it. I think, which is literally one of the issues with being an actor, is feeling real as opposed to feeling like you're acting, right. which is an issue I had with, um, I actually had with John Moxley early on. I felt like he yes. was acting like John Moxley. Yeah. And now I feel like he is John Moxley. Yeah. And I think yeah. there's a big difference between those two things for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got totally got distracted. I was trying. So what number were they? They weren't even on the list. They they were no no they weren't on the list. Now it's time for number two. Uh, well, Jeff Hawkins said he loved it when we meander. So that's the thing I'm best at in life, Jeff. Yeah, meandering. Which is kind of how my life is uh, played out. Just meandering through it, buddy. All who wander are not lost. It's one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, C.S. Lewis, right? I think no, so. no, 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 no. That was in like reference that. to it was Tolkien, I think. It was one. I think of, that was Tolkien yeah. from one of the, maybe from the Hobbit. Um. Okay. Number I two. Lo- I, okay, I love this. <laughs> Hangman and Mox are my I'm number two. I'm looking at your notes and your yes. first line. I need you to read that first line. This is a man's feud. That's right. This is the manliest feud going. Yes. This is two men. This is two men who just need to prove one can beat the shit out of the other. Right. And the first ma- and, and they've gone back and forth. And I love that now it's two and one Moxley, mm-hmm. which makes me think at the pay-per-view, Adam Page will win, and it'll seem like he's right. going over. He gets but the in last reality, right. they're two and two. Yeah. To set up a a real rubber match somewhere down the line. Somewhere yeah. down the line where Mox will come out and remind everybody we're two and two. And I love the storyline that Mox is like, yeah, I've lost in AEW. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I feel like I've been beaten in AEW. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. I love all their, I love all the promos. I love that video of Mox walking around Cincinnati uh, that they put on the pre, on the, not the pre-show, the road to the week before yeah. it. Um, 
And I liked the end of this. So like Tom Lawler went nuts on Twitter. If you yeah. follow filthy Tom Lawler on Twitter, he, he uh, broke down like pretty much the entire match, like how much MMA technique M Mox was using, including right. that crazy pin. Yeah. Which he also posted an example of someone doing that pin in like collegiate wrestling. And it's like a legit like way to like hook someone's leg and roll it over them and hold them down. I and really I like that. when pro wrestling goes in this direction. Like when, yeah. uh, Undertaker was doing, I believe, a go-go plata. Yeah, uh, I love this. I really, really love that the, that marriage of, of of MMA and pro wrestling because they all came from the same place. And They're I love all branches of the same tree. And I love that the pinfall just caused both men to be more mad because neither of them are satisfied. Like, read your quote, Kevin. Read your quote. <laughs> Pinfalls are not enough to satisfy these men. I no. want shirts with these quotes. Yeah. I want a shirt just with a man's feud. I want a shirt yeah. that says pinfalls are not enough to satisfy these men. No. Nope. Ticket nope. price covers the whole seat, but you'll yeah. only need the edge. That's right. My God, you're a great copywriter. <laughs> My God. Well, yeah. And just, Mox kicked out of the buckshot lariat. Yeah. Is he crazy. the first man to do that? Apparently in AW. not. I what? think he is the only one Come in AEW, but someone... I think he is. I th maybe in a tag match? Maybe in a tag? Maybe in a tag match where it got broken up, but I can't maybe when it was he, Maybe it was him and Kenny versus, like, the Bucks. Maybe that happened. Yeah, but I can't... I don't think it's happened in a singles match. I don't think so, but I could be wrong, and if it did, or, it was someone like Kenny Omega. Yeah, or I could see it if it's, like, a botched one, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a, a... Not a full-on Buckshot no. Lariat. No. Also, I was watching this uh, match at one and a quarter speed, and I did not somehow I did not see that Larry. I had no idea that happened until I read it here in your notes. I really <laughs> here's the issue. Right he, the listen, end. let me explain this to everybody. Yeah, I get home from work on Wednesday and I right. sit down every week for Dynamite when it airs six p.m. PM. Mountain Time, and then I remember because of for some for some reason. Like I have cable, but I don't have it hooked up for it's it's standard definition. I can't watch that. Okay. Yeah. Come on. My dad didn't raise me that way. Right. But I tune into the TBS app at 6 p.m. That gives me HD live. But I realize it's not the mountain time version. It's not the central time version. It is not the Eastern time version. It starts AEW at 9 p.m. mountain oh. time, which would be 11 p.m. Eastern. And I've got other things to do by then. I can't. So then I end up. I'll watch it tomorrow. I'll watch it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Then I end up watching it then three it hours before the start of this show. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And it drives me crazy. So I'm hoping to get that fixed in some way. I, there's another way I can watch it on my laptop, and I'm probably going to start doing that. Just saying that because I really am ready to watch it live, and I want to watch it live. Mm -hmm. Can't freaking watch it live. So yeah, that's why. These things happen, and I'm fast-forwarding through the show. That's no. not good enough for me, people. It's no. coming to an end. That's right. That's Very right. soon, hopefully. Um, this was a great match. I've loved this feud. Me too. It just um, gets better every week. And what a freaking way to start your start your night of wrestling and with yeah. these two monsters going at it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. yeah. My, it drives my buddy crazy. It drives him crazy. They start with this match, but I'm like, Oh, I love it. They've got a title match later. This is like not 
There's nothing yeah, going to get you more do? excited Start with Darby and Joe and rip up the ring and exactly. You can't do that. Yeah. No, that always had to be last. This big first is awesome. You're not going to be. No one is going to be late for AEW if they know this is the first match. Right. right. People are speeding. People right. are leaving, sneaking out of work ten minutes early. People are getting home to watch this match. And this is the third match they've done on television. The third yeah. match they've done on Dynamite. Yeah. And it ended with you wanting another one. Yeah. Because of the way they ended it, where they're like, no, that's this is lame. Three counts, A- three seconds, that's stupid. Let's fight. AEW delivers. Yeah. They freak when they are on, they deliver. And then sometimes it's rampage. Right. <laughs> right. When they are off, they're off. But when they're they on, are they're on. so off. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, listen, I think I'm thinking Rampage of, was fine yeah. if you're a big fan of Elevation. That's all I'm saying. Ooh, even then. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so I think great. Texas Deathmatch or Revolution is what I'm Oh thinking. my god. Yeah. Now, the question, only one question remains. What can top that? What could be number 1 on your heat index? It's not oh. Hangman versus Mox. No. And we've already established it's not Jamie Hayter and Britt. No. It's the what young man be? who's captured America's heart, Konosuke Takeshita. Oh, my God. He got a big win. He did. He, he got, got a, a big, big win. win. He did. Oh, man. And, that, and he didn't stop there. No. No. He was had just a, warming up. Yep. Had a big win. Ran out of the crowd. Attacked MJF. Fought him to the back. Kept fighting him to the back. And what a great setup for Roosh, man. My God, what a great setup <laughs> for the superstar. That's right. I can't Sorry wait for that, that Roosh Takeshita match. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be technically a good one. Can and Roosh you know, get yeah. something out of can can Takeshita get something out of Roosh? Because is all charisma. Yeah. He'll probably get Japanese kicked in the charisma. face really hard because Roosh doesn't probably like so. it when people are over. Oh, that's true. He'll probably lose a couple. He'll of get teeth. really mad and do something. Ugh. Take some liberties, perhaps. It's the last thing we need, man. Yeah, he just brought me down. No, sorry. All Let's right, talk about so Takesh is cool. Yeah, and I love that they're making him cool and they're they're giving him. You know, I mean, heck, he's got the world champion next week. He's got the world champion next week, but. We, we will talk more about that, but I want to talk about something here. What about Don Callis you've got? But I want to take yeah. this back to say at one point, uh-huh. I paused my TV, paused my laptop earlier, uh-huh. watching this, watching Dynamite, uh-huh. not this match. And I called my, I texted my buddy. I'm like, dude, I'm watching Dynamite. My TV is paused. I'm looking at a basketball court. I'm looking at one young buck in all camo. Yeah. One dressed <laughs> In all yes. white, like he's a 1999 rapper. Yep. Got Kenny Omega in white pants, no shirt. Right. We have Don Callis looking like a cartel leader. Yes. It was glorious. Yes. That shot was glorious. And then I immediately skipped ahead because from the corner, I could see Ethan Page and his crew coming in. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to deal with this right now. I yeah. want to remember this image. I went back and watched it later. Yeah. But I did not want that image being bothered by the Ethan Page crew at that moment, even though I really yeah. like Ethan Page at the moment. You missed, like, nope. uh, I, yeah. I came back Cassidy and watched. Cassidy making a very uncomfortable noise on Kenny Omega's ear. <laughs> I seat it. I seat it. 
Oh man, I, but I watched. Kenny it later. did react perfectly to it. Yes, he did. He did. He was great. Just completely disoriented. Great. Six star reaction, maybe six yes. and a half. Yes. Six boots. Six boots, which would oh, be. Man. But Wednesday, nine briefcases. The Cashta versus MJF this Wednesday. It's what you're telling yeah. me. Yes. That is awesome. Which that sounds like fantastic. angle alert. So yeah. options. They could so MJF beats him. I don't think that's gonna happen. No. But he's not gonna beat MJF. They could do a draw, which yeah. would be cool. I'd love because that. then if they did like a thirty minute draw, then you have the story of MJF. If MJF is worn out at the end of thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Danielson's like, what are you gonna do when it gets to sixty? I think that's what this is. That's what's gonna happen. As always, you know exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> or you're a better rider than Tony Khan, which oh. is usually the truth also. Uh, or or he beats MGF, which I don't think is going to happen either. I don't think he's going to beat MJF. I could see MGF, MJF cheating, beat it to beat Takeshita, and Brian Danielson rest, running in for the save, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe. But I like the idea of a 30-minute draw or 20-minute draw where – Brian's worn out. I mean, MJF is worn out. Yeah, I think that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. By the way, nope, not the right place to talk about this. Okay. We'll, we'll get to it. All right. That was the Heat Index. I think it's a really, really good one. Um, I clearly think uh, Jamie Hayter and Britt should have been in there somewhere. But I also do a lot. I don't also don't think the outrunners should be out, so I'm happy with this. Yeah. Maybe they should have been the number seven. They'll, they'll be out there next week, I bet. There you go. I was gonna say I really Jamie's like got a match next week, so that's true. Be awesome. They'll show out. Yeah. Um I I notice outfits a lot. I notice the aesthetics of wrestling a lot. Mm-hmm. I really like Red Velvet's new outfit this week. I did too. I thought you were like going to talk about the, red. Uh, the. I thought you were going to talk about Britt Baker's clothes lately because her clothes have been on point. They have been, but I really noticed Red Velvet's. Yeah, her new gear. It, it looks tights. so good. Yeah, it, it looks like she, they're they're preparing her for a next level in her career. Um, clearly, that level is not beating Jade. <laughs> no, <laughs> nor will it ever be. No, but um, and I and I I, I like that they're doing that, and I, I do hope it means she's moving to another level here. Where she starts beating some people that are not Jade Cargill. Yeah. That would be good. Um, I really like... I don't remember if this happened on the podcast last week and that was discussed. Or if it just happened in the chat. I love the conversation about the House of Black doesn't want anything. Like, there's, yeah. they're, they're drifting. Yes. They're just drifting. Screwing with people they probably don't need to be screwing with. They yeah, need that to was... be... That was also, uh, Jeff, that was Jeff's question. Jeff Hawkins and Dynamite yeah. Show asked the question, or I think someone asked him. Yeah, what do they want? What's they don't their, want anything. What's their desire? They don't want anything. Which they said funny. this week they don't want Eddie Kingston, and Eddie doesn't yeah. want them. Yeah, which is funny because uh, Malachi Black must must be observing our Twitter feed, or Paul's been sending him our messages <laughs> or something because he like tweeted that Friday night that all he oh. wants to do is prove that all men are corruptible. <sighs> Which clearly, That's, if you're going to do that, wrestling is the business to to go. Yeah, but the problem is AEW. When you say all men, that means like AR Fox, you know? Right. And I like, no, that was bad. AR <laughs> Fox is great. It means the Griff Garrisons. You know who? I don't it, want to see them messing with Griff Garrisons. You know Just who's like not corruptible I don't, is Kanosuke Takeshita. That's right. He is incorruptible, totally incorruptible. Don Callis may have even just given up. 
He's not even watching him anymore. (laughs) He had one trip to Cinnabon. He was done. Out. Just totally out. (laughs) Um, But just like, oh my God, just like I don't want to see Malachi Black playing around with Griff Garrison. Yeah. Is great. I don't want to see, I like Ethan Page right now. I don't want to see the elite wrestling Mm -hmm. those guys. I want to see the elite versus... I want to see the elite versus the dark order. Mm-hmm. I want to see the elite versus house of black house of black. I want to see them versus top teams. Mm-hmm. When they got these titles back, I was so excited for the matches. We thought we were going to get matches that resembled the tournament for this title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not getting any of them. We're just getting random mishmashes of, uh, of yeah, guys. Matt that Hardy. Just, yeah. Matt Hardy, <laughs> Ethan page and, and one of the private parties. Yeah. Oh, what was what is the name of Swerve Strickland's crew? Uh, Mogul Affiliates. Every time I hear them say that, I what I actually hear is local affiliates. They're like the <laughs> They're Alexandria, like... Louisiana ABC station. Right. KTUV. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're just <laughs> They're just the local affiliates, yeah. man. We I don't even know of, their names because they're I local. I just think of Weatherman standing out in the rain. Yes. Weatherman yeah. standing out in the rain fighting to keep their stance while like six-year-olds run football, by in the background. High school football highlights. Yeah. That's it, yeah. man. They're the local affiliates to me and now Occasionally and the uh, story of a squirrel water skiing. That they Which got really takes it to the next level. Yeah. It takes it to the next level. I can see, I know I know the exact clip you're talking about and I can see it right now. Yeah. And that little yeah. bad boy was going, man. <laughs> he was moving. That tiny little like kiddie pool. In my oh, never mind. I'm, I was going to keep going. Um so yeah. Yeah. Let's see. There's like we didn't include anything from Rampage. There was, Rampage was straight ga- hot garbage. Um so let's talk about some other. Jungleman Jack Perry says he won't be forming a tag team with Hook, which means he's going to be forming a tag team with Hook. <laughs> he's he, listen. He's hurting. He's hurting, man. He's got the PTSD. Yeah. From uh his from the tag team his scene. Heart hurts. Yep. His heart. He his can't open his heart. To hurt. Clearly, I think this is setting up the return of Christian from an injury, and it's going to be Jungle Hook versus Christian. And jungle and, and Luchasaurus mm. and Hook is going to suplex Luchasaurus into the third row. Love and it. I can't wait. I love, love it. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. Do you realize how great Hook versus Christian's gonna be? That actually would be really good. You know that's gonna be so yeah. good. Christian's gonna make him look yeah. like a like he's in the Hall of Fame, which he clearly is. Yes. Um it's gonna be so good, man. But also when it is jungleman. Versus Christian. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. Is it really Jungleman versus Christian, or is it really Jungleman versus Luchasaurus? What's the basis of this feud? What's the base hatred? That's tough because Christian's the one that messed it up. Yeah, but the the real issue is that Luchasaurus turned on him. Yeah, <clears throat> but Luchasaurus has the the pea sized brain, so you can't hold it against him. He's the he's the dog, you know. Yeah. In this situation, as I at one point I. Although I forgot on, I that at a certain remember. point that early on they, they made a big deal about how he has a master's degree. So Yeah. You know. But I think he does have a master's degree in like 
pterodactyls or something. So, <laughs> no, it's actually like world history. It's like ancient history. Yeah. Because he talked a lot a lot about it on Big Brother, which, by the way. Oh, really? I never I saw watched, him on Big Brother, yeah. So I watched. That was – I was a Survivor super fan. Outside of the last three seasons, I can talk Survivor with anybody on Earth. Anybody. And due to that, because they're both CBS shows that sometimes involve strategy, I got into three separate seasons of Big Brother because they had really smart strategists on there, including his season. He was not the smart strategist, but he Mm. was not bad. So I watched every episode of it. I had the live feed. I would turn it on when I was just eating breakfast or whatever. And it took me, I was six months into AEW before I realized that was him. And it blew my mind. It blew my mind, Kevin. Wow. I had no clue that was this. And I knew he was a wrestler. Yeah. I knew he was the wrestler, the guy I think slapped by Jim Cornette or whatever. Um, Well, Jim Cornette slapped uh, Santino. Santino. So either way, he was, no, he got a guy fired over there, over the way they treated him in in, in NXT. I can't remember exactly who it was. But either way, I knew he was a wrestler. Did not know he was Luchasaurus, though. So that was a shock, shock to the system. Um, because I did not like him on Big Brother, but I do like him as Luchasaurus when he moves at full human speed. Right. Which luckily he's been doing fairly consistently for the last year. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see what else went on. Let's see. Uh, what did you think of the Jade match? Uh, I mean, it wasn't anything special. It wasn't anything special. It was a. I, I didn't like. They said this was the stiffest, stiffest competition of her career. Like, yeah, really? Red? Red Velvet? She literally beat her in her first match. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Man. I know. I was What I was hoping for was something because <laughs> Red Velvet was like her training partner when she was first yeah. coming in. Yeah. And worked a lot with her early on. And if you're going to make a case. They've both gotten better. If you're going to make a case, she's really stepped up. It needed to be a longer match. Yes, it needed. Uh, what I hoped was that they had been rehearsing a match for like three, four weeks. Yeah, and and would have this like really standout breakthrough match that Red Velvet would like take her to the limit, and both of them would be more over by the end. And it just turned out they're just on a treadmill. Yeah, that's all it was. I think they're just biding their time till Chris Statlander can come back. I cannot wait. Oh my god, I really want Chris to be the one to beat her. And I, and the thing is, last time Chris came back, she she took a noticeable step up. Mm-hmm. I hope mm-hmm. it's the same this time. By the way, if you don't follow her on Instagram, I'm, it's not like she has the best Instagram, but she kind of updates you. You see her working out. You see yeah. what she's doing, what she can do, and I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Rampage was so bad, Kevin. You didn't even break down the matches. No, in really. the lineup, it wasn't. I mean, worth the it. most interesting thing was that one of the that the guy with the tattooed face we found out his name was Trench. That was the most eventful thing that happened. Now, the only match I care about in the world is Trench versus Trent, so they can get into a <laughs> Trench versus Trent battle like Trent did with Trent last time when it yeah. was Trent Seven. Right. That's the only match I want to see him in. That's Which all I notice, care about. Uh, last week, oh, you didn't watch the week before. No, tell me what happened. Okay, so Brian Danielson battled Brian Cage, and there was a okay, go, and there was a let's go Brian chant. It was pretty great. <laughs> That's great. I really like that. Um, but again, I really like the diff- how different the opponents Tony's picking for him. And in my mm-hmm. opinion, a lot of people say I don't know. I th- I think Brian Cage is a good worker. Um, to me, I, yeah, I got I got um, no beef with Brian Cage. No, 
I like that every week Brian Danielson's facing a very different opponent, mm-hmm. but all of them can go. All of them can go. So you're seeing different iterations of of a of a of a, of a great Brian Danielson match. Um, yeah. So let me think. Can I recreate? Can I recreate Rampage? So the main event was um, Rouge Christopher Daniels. Yeah. So it's like, hey. Everybody hates Roosh. Let's put him in the main event. Who can we put there that's really interesting? And then nobody wanted it. No one wanted to wrestle this man. And then Christopher Daniels, who is retired, says, "Yep, fuck it, I'm game. Let's do it." <laughs> and it's like, okay, I, yeah. I like Christopher Daniels. I've liked him for a long time. But you know, this is going nowhere. He's not gonna. We're not gonna see him next week, no matter what happens. Yeah. yeah. I really do think now that I've said it, I was playing. I think that's it. I think nobody wanted to wrestle Roosh at all and put him over. He's an asshole. Yeah. But the head of talent relations is a good wrestler. Yeah, the head of talent relations had to go. I'll go. I'll show you guys. I think nobody wanted to do it legit. That's actually a really sound theory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. No one wants to. Fine. I'll do it. I'll lead by example. Yeah, that's so it. Christopher Daniels goes out. His did. knees, his knees don't move, so he's basically got stilt legs. He looking still like a Hardy, looking like a Hardy out he there. He was looking like a Hardy out there. You know who he was still looking hit that like? Moonsault. It was, it was how like Kurt Angle walked for like a dozen years. Yeah, where it's like it looks painful. Yeah, but really, it's like a Matt Hardy thing. His legs are looking like Matt Hardy's, but he can still go. He can because he was great. Um. I can't remember another match from that show. I can't remember. A, I watched this. Mm-hmm. I I watched this in the hour leading up to this show. Yeah. I finished the show and said, Kevin, send me the link yeah. to start the show. I don't remember anything but that match. You remember Brian I Pillman watched. Jr.? I remember Brian Pillman Jr. versus Swerve because I remember the local affiliates. Yep. Um, And I thought... And it might have been that I was watching it at one and a quarter time speed or one and a half. I thought I thought Brian Pillman looked like he'd improved. A I little, it looked not like much. there was improvement. It I think that was the speed. That was I the think speed. It was the speed. Increase. Everything was moving a little faster, yeah. looking a little smoother. He was um, okay. He was okay. All Here's right. the thing about Brian Pillman. Yeah, they had just did a story on I think it was Elevation, mm-hmm. where Pillman I think he loses a match. And Arn Anderson is there with Brock Anderson. Right. And Brian Pillman comes to him and says, I need you to help me. I am lost. I've, I, my career is in the dumps. I don't know what to do. Will you take me under your wing? Yeah. And then nothing. See, and right there, you've got Brock Anderson. You've got Brian Pillman Jr. Uh You have a mini four horsemen you're building there. Yeah. Under the tutelage of Arn Anderson. I'm into that. Put that immediately on dynamite with dustin you only need one more you only need one more you've got all this second generation talent yeah and then swerve with a great wrestler yeah but no Hmm. i need that's a great storyline and uh they dropped it now look there's some things i i like that they dropped i like that they dropped the dustbusters okay yeah this and they need to replace it with this yeah that's a great storyline yep um by the way you think Brock Anderson is a better wrestler at this point in his career than Brian Pillman Jr. I haven't seen a lot of Brock in a while, but I would guess yes. 
Sorry. Yes, yes. It just sounded like there was an earthquake here. And I know there wasn't an earthquake here. So, again, if this is the segment you're seeing on YouTube, sorry to just freak the hell out. And I looked at Puppet Up and all she did, and all she did was run towards me, which Uh scares me even more. It's like, (laughs) no other sounds other than her little tippy taps. Um, what was the last thing you said, Kevin? I completely missed that. The, uh, about, about the wrestling, um, <laughs> about the, about the, about the about wrestling, about the wrestling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there have been a lot of earthquakes today. Recording this on Sunday, there was a 4.4 or 5.5 in, um, in Buffalo, New York, a message from a friend in Rochester. And she's like, that's just Buffalo trying to grab headlines, dude. I didn't feel a thing. <laughs> and then there's like the massive one. They killed a lot of people in like oh, Turkey know. and that area, which is just yeah, horrible. I've been seeing yeah. a lot of images from that. Like all my thoughts are with them. Yeah. Um, that freaking sucks. I've still never experienced an earthquake. My buddy was talking about it with today. He's from he's lived a lot of years in San Diego. I was just talking about how weird it feels. Like they feel an energy wave and yeah. it's like we were getting little ones here. Like jelly. Well, like used, when I was a kid, they were like, There are no earthquakes in Oklahoma. Then, then, then you about, started fracking. Then they started fracking, and we got, got a lot of them for about. I've not years. taken a stance, a political stance on fracking at all. It's just clearly that started the earthquakes. Yeah. And it's like, man, y'all had your thing. You had tornadoes. Right. I y'all know. Y'all got tornadoes down. I know. You know, you're the world champions in tornadoes. We're great. You don't tornadoes. need earthquakes as earthquakes well. Suck. While you're in your hurricane, your, your tornado shelter under the ground. Yeah, that's not. And a good it combo. feels like it. It feels like an energy wave. It's really yeah. weird. It's really, really weird, and it I'm, messes with your uh, equilibrium. I'm sure. I've always wanted to experience an earthquake. Given my history, that's a stupid thing yeah, to say. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, don't don't invite. So, that. but yeah, yeah. So I'm like, maybe I just experienced an earthquake. I'll find out about it on Twitter a little bit later. Right. That's, that's the number one a, place to check. Like a, sh- a noise and a shaking sound, yeah. but I've got a beanie on and headphones over it, and I was like. I can't just whip these off and like Oklahoma, see what's up right now. Oklahoma Twitter during those years when we were getting earthquakes, which coincidentally ended when they stopped doing fracking uh, in a certain. You saw that coming, yeah. Um, uh, Oklahoma Twitter was like uh, like every message board in the '90s when it was like you're all racing to type first. Yeah. On the yeah on a, on a comment because <laughs> you'd like you'd feel it and you'd just race to Twitter and go earthquake question mark Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Listen. I have I have a theory which I believe is incredibly valuable. An incredibly valuable theory. And I'll tell you off the air what that theory is. Okay. But every time I have instituted that theory for a television network, I have gotten whatever show I'm supporting no less than number three on Twitter immediately and often number one on Twitter. Wow. And the theory is called the earthquake theory, and it's completely based on earthquakes. Um, wow. And you probably, anybody listening knows most of that theory. There's a couple little layers to it that I have that I don't think anybody else has. But uh, honestly, TV networks you sounded like you're to... just about like You sounded like you are just about to pitch me your like new marketing course. <laughs> the thing is, I believe I can take any, any show on television to number one if they'll institute the three parts of this theory, but only one person has ever paid me to do all three, only one person. And we hit number one every week. Number one, two times we were number three. Um, Yeah. And so any TV networks listening, I can make your show number one on TV. 
for very, very little money. But I would hope you would pay me a lot of money. Yeah, Tony. Well, Tony's number one always anyway. Here's the thing. I could make Rampage number one. But unfortunately, (laughs) you're going head-to-head with On Patrol Live. Yeah, they won't pay me to do all three. I can only do one one of the three parts. Either way, we are an hour and 24 minutes in. I think we've talked about literally everything. Anything else to talk about other than Rampage was trash? Rampage um, was trash next week or this week. Wednesday looks awesome. Wednesday looks awesome. Let's you talk about Wednesday. Let's talk about Revolution. Okay, so uh, Wednesday. Okay. Give, me the, give me the matches. I'm going to give you one to five boots. Okay. Elite versus Top Flight and Air Fox for the trio's titles on Dynamite. Three and a half boots full of money. Okay. Jamie Hayter versus The Bunny. I think that's solid because I'm really into Jamie Hayter right now. Solid three boots. Okay. Konosuke Takeshita versus MJF. Five and a half boots of money. Okay. Brian Danielson versus Roosh. Three boots simply due to Brian Danielson. No boots for Roosh. No boots for you. No boots for Roosh. The Acclaimed versus the Guns for the tag team titles, possibly with Daddy Ass returning to the heel side. So the problem with this is I'm really not into the guns and I kind of yeah. should be at this point. I'm not at all. That's th- that's three boots full of money. Simply that's one, one for each member of the acclaimed. Okay. Uh, Ricky Starks. We didn't even talk about this. The oh, Garcia, yeah, he's got to go through everybody. The Garcia Guevara gauntlet has to beat uh, Angelo Parker, Daddy Magic, and then either Guevara or Garcia to get a singles match with Jericho, which he already has had and won. They have clearly just taken the Jericho gimmick and given it to Chris. I'm sorry. Taking the MJF gimmick, giving it to Jericho. Angelo Parker, you pick. Is it two and a half boots full of money or three boots full of money? Angelo. For Angelo. If it was Daddy Magic, it would be be bordering four. You're going two? This is all one match. You're going to get Parker, Daddy Magic. Oh, it's all? Yeah, it's all one match. It's all one one match? match? Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's That's four boots full of money. Okay, that's for Daddy solid. Magic. Okay. By the way, if you go back and you look at the at the the the, at the promo for this, uh-huh. and you zoom in to where all you're looking at is Daddy Magic's face. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a seven star promo. Yeah. Because whenever he's wonderful, only should watch him. That's it. It makes every promo so much <laughs> better. Does. And these aren't bad promos. Yeah. But his face is a ten star face. There is a uh, Ali. Uh, what's her name? Um, oh shoot, what's her name? Who's the it's young... either Allie the Bunny or Allie Makovsky? No. Um, Billy Starks. No, Billy Starks? Is that the young indie worker? Billy, she's yeah. Like... Yep, Billy Starks. So she's also been working... a wrestler from MLW. Oh, okay. Only yeah. on Reels, 10 p.m., 7 Eastern. So she did a match on Elevation yeah. where she did like a flipping leg drop onto um, oh. somebody's face. A face. And Daddy Magic's reaction... <laughs> To her dropping a leg on this woman's face. What week of elevation of the was ring. this? The current, the newest episode that just dropped today. I'm watching that as soon as a, we get off. Was a five boot reaction from <laughs> just the just the just the enthusiasm of, of, of him <laughs> reacting to that. <laughs> now we need to get Garrett to throw. Or no, you've been doing the graphics. You need to throw up five boots full of money on screen. For our our next uh, for our next okay. episode. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's see. Um, 
that's a pretty solid show, I think. That's a pretty good show. And if yeah. you think Roosh is any good, that's a great show. Because yeah. I think a lot of people, Kevin, are going to think Brian Danielson versus Roosh is five foods full of money. Yeah, it might be. Except because some people love Roosh. Some people do. I'm not one for, of them. For a reason, I guess. Yeah. All right. Revolution predictions. All right. What Super fast. So yeah. Danielson versus MJF, 60-minute Ironman match. I had a random theory that I claimed just in case it happened. I, I kind of like it. I kind of like your theory. That, that Takeshita somehow beats MJF and gets added to the Ironman and becomes a triple threat Ironman match, which I don't think I've ever seen. I don't hate that at all. That's a great twist, and uh, I'd love it. I'd love it. Okay. Texas Deathmatch. I'm thinking it's a Texas Deathmatch. You're probably right. Joe versus Wardlow for the TNT title, probably. Where's Revolution again? Uh, I forgot. Me too. Yeah. Keep going. I'll look it up. Um, uh, the guy have a world tag title match. So maybe the acclaim versus the guns. Maybe there's a disputed finish. That sounds or rematch. right. Cause there's nobody else at this point. Yeah. There's nobody else to jump in. Ricky's it's late in the game. So Ricky and Andretti and JS in some form. I have no idea. Right. It's at the chase center in San Francisco. Oh, that's California. right. It's in San Francisco. Yeah. That's Garrett right. And, uh, yeah, everybody's gonna be there. You know what cool. happened last time? Everybody was there. CM Punk ate muffins. That's right. And <laughs> tore the company apart. I forgot about that one. I thought you were gonna say everyone got COVID and you had one of the worst weekends <laughs> of your life. And I didn't get COVID either. But you didn't get COVID. Oh man, oh. the elite. Hopefully, we'll have some sort of match. And here's an idea that I came up with tonight yeah. that I'm hoping is what they will do. Which okay. is the face of the revolution ladder match will be the women. That's a great idea. I love that. So you I got like Soraya. I don't know if Soraya wants to do a ladder match, but I think we should do both. Just like you've got uh, a women's and a man, men's Royal uh-huh. Rumble. If you're always going to have a face of the revolution, great... do both. I think that'd be a great step. And I think the way that the story is, you could have all these people, Ruby, all them. And you know who would be really great in a face of the revolution ladder match? Hmm. A returning Chris Statlander. But I would want her to stay the hell off the ladder. Yes, stay off the ladder. Stay Catch off. people. Yeah. yeah. Careful with those knees, girl. <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, Joe versus Wardlow for the TNT title. I think that makes sense. That's pretty obvious right now. Yeah. Um, oh, you think That's you already mentioned thinking. that. Yeah. Those are Ricky just Starks guesses. Andretti versus JS. Yeah. This looks solid. This is a good card. Solid card. Yeah, I think it'll be good. And I've I've got to say, I watch a lot of um, wrestling and MMA pay per views mm-hmm. through various nefarious means, mm-hmm. but I always buy AEW. Me too. If it's on a Sunday and I can watch it, I always buy it because it always like I want to support AEW. Yes, but they always deliver. Yeah. I've bought. I've never bought an AEW pay-per-view that disappointed me. Mm-hmm. Even the crappy exploding death match was right. the whole show was great until the, until last the crappy explosion. Yeah. Yes. There were some crappy explosions earlier in the match mm-hmm. on the ropes, but it was a great card. If we were to look back at that card, we should next week. It's a great card. It was a phenomenal card. It really was. That was not a disappointing pay-per-view. It's just that stole all the thunder, sucked yeah. all the air out of the room. Maybe sucking all the air out of the rooms while the explosion was so terrible. No, no air to oxygen. No right. oxygen. Yeah. And uh and also, of course, Kenny Omega is not a master craftsman. That's right. That's right. 
All right. From me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hope to see you again next Tuesday for a brand new episode of The Boom.